Hey, it's Sprank you very much. Hi there. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. Sounds good, buddy. What did you do last week? I rappelled down a building. Ah, that was awesome. Yeah, it was. Congratulations on surviving, I guess. More yeah. yeah. You know what? You can't grow unless you step outside your comfort zone. Amen, brother. I'm Paul Fletcher. I'm Eric Perkins. I'm Ellie Mark. Oh, there she is. Let's go! Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, then let's get to ranking. All right, we got a state fair here in Minnesota where we record this podcast that it's is massive. As good as any in the mm-hmm. country. Did you frankly, know yes. that the new list of foods makes national news? Even though it's like new foods at the Minnesota State Fair, it makes national news. Wow. We're a big deal. We are yeah. a big darn deal. I think uh, it's been considered like the second best fair in the country. There's just so many great attractions, so many things to see. The people watching is phenomenal. The food's tremendous. What, what sucks so about it, though? Well, there's the Midway, which is awesome, too, and a great place to take your kids yeah, to play some games. It? But some of these carnival barkers will get you to play these games, and some of these games just suck. This is the worst <laughs> carnival games list, definitively. I'm going to start this one, y'all. Oh, oh. okay. Number three, <laughs> the Duck Pond Game. What? I love this oh, one. Oh, you would. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you would. Wow. Give me a break. Dude, she's 26 going on eight. I know. She probably still has <laughs> rubber ducks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't judge me. Okay, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I do. Not judging you, just making fun of you. It's, it's just, two different it's things. It's just stupid. What do you do? You go fish a duck and pull out and look at the number. It just, it's mindless. It's drivel. It's idiotic. I'm not even going to start. It's like gambling. Oh, it's just, it's dumb. That's it's not mindless. Dumb. It's dumb. No, like penny slots, that's mindless. There's so many great yeah. midway games, and that is not one of them. Number two. Boo. The balloon dart toss. I'm just... What? I, I, come on. There's nothing fun about it. And it's rigged, I, it's by the mindless. way. mindless. Oh, and it's rigged because the darts are dull. You can drag the dart across your cheek and nothing will happen. And the balloons are underinflated and you can't pop them. And it's just like, it's just It's maddening. true that you can do that with the dart. I walked the midway with Perk one year and he tried to give himself... He's like, oh, we're at the fair. This is the first time I've been at the fair with you. I'm going to give myself a tattoo with the dart. And it didn't even work. Where was my invite? This was before I knew you. That's rude. Oh, yeah. Fletch and I are fair buddies. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he tried to give himself a tattoo with a dart and it didn't work. Yeah. It was so dull. That's dull. Dull. Weird. Number one worst carnival games with a bullet. No. Yes. Actually, with a bullet. What about with a sharp dart instead? Uh, the, there you go. It's the coins on a dish toss game. What? The thing where you throw the coin down the thing and it tries to push them off the ledge? No, oh, no, that okay. one's good. That that's one's, a ton of fun. No, that one's fun. That is, I'm it's, confused. It's Let- the one where there's like these plates that then you have to throw the coin and get it to stop on the dish. It's absolutely impossible. I've never even seen that one. Actually? I mean, actually. I, I don't think I have either. Google it. Google I, it. I've seen I'm not like going the to right now. I'm recording a podcast. One, but. No. Coins know? on dish. Easily the number one and not even close. So yeah. I, no matter what y'all say, I I, I already I, know my I, answer. So has that's Has he ever it. said y'all before? Cool story, bro. I don't think he has. I like huh. y'all though. It's good. Okay. I think it's bigger than Texas. Ellie's next. Ooh, my turn. My number three is actually what I thought you were referring to with your number one with the Coke bottles and the ring toss. Oh, I just see. I think that's fun. I don't, oh gosh, it's awful. It's horrible. I like watching the rings too. bounce all around and it's, it's so annoying. Stupid. I've it's never just dumb. seen anybody win that game. Me either. Right. That's the one that always has the most prizes around it because no one wins them. So you know it's bad. Yeah, that's but a good one, Ellie. 
talking well, actually, about- actually, in my research, the games that are the hardest are the ones that don't have any prizes because they don't need them to give away. That's- The more prizes, the easier it is to win because they need to have them in stock. I'm talking about the big ones. You know, like the ones oh, that you need sure. to bring back to the car as soon as you win them because you don't want to carry them around because you got your hands full of food. Unless you're a 16-year-old boy, then you want to carry that thing around because you look good to the ladies. No. Oh, I thought it did. No. And, oh, Fletch, man, I'm so sorry for your 16-year-old self. Never did that anyway. Number two, talking about rigged games, basketball, but only when it's at a carnival. The hoops are usually a weird shape. If you look at them, they're kind of like oval. They're not actually circular. And the hoop is so much higher than a normal hoop. I just hate it. I already don't have hand-eye coordination. And then you put me in front of that. Yeah, you're like, I have no chance. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't have a chance in the first place. Let's be very clear with that. But you just make it that much worse for me. And like, why would you do that to this poor soul? Because they want your money. So I'm not giving it to them. Ha! Good for you. Number one, though. Stay strong, sister. You go, girl. (laughs) (laughs) You go, girl. (laughs) Okay, number one. Not necessarily something I've seen at the state fair. There would be the barker there, and he'd say, come on down, come stand on this stage, and I will guess something about you. And it was the guessing game. He'd guess your weight, he'd guess your birthday, he'd guess... The worst! How awful is that? He's like, oh, let me guess how much you weigh. Let me guess how old you are. As I've gotten older, I've just realized how awful that is and how... It makes me angry. I was considering rolling my eyes on this selection, but you sold me. Thank I think you. That's, a, that's a horrible carnival game. And then he's on a microphone and he's like, let me guess, you weigh 200 pounds. And you're like, wow, thanks for announcing that to the world. That's you, pretty awful. I'm down with that. You choose to do it, though. I remember when I was a kid, I. My mom or my dad, someone was like, oh, just go on up there. And then they were like, I'm going to guess your birthday. And then he guessed my birthday. And Was it right? No, he wasn't right. So at least I won something. But they can, in that situation, he picked what he guessed about me. Who decided that was a game? I don't know. They I, suck. I mean, it was probably goes back to the beginning of carnivals. You know? Yeah, what I mean? and I they didn't don't... have anything to do back then. <laughs> Let me just they guess things had about nothing you. To do, yeah. Awful. Uh, number three is the basketball game. Yes. Even if it's not oblong shaped, it's generally uh, what a quarter inch bigger than the ball itself. Yeah. You have and it's it's impossible. Six, I mean, Shaq couldn't dunk <laughs> in that thing. Exactly. It's way up there. Number two is the dart balloon game. Yes. For all the things we said, deflated balloons. Yeah. Super Super dull, and it's just dumb. Lame. It's lame. Number one worst carnival game. The milk bottle game, where you have to knock the three milk that bottles. Is, is It should rigged. be easy as hell. Yep. Because how do you... It's really hard. You're, you're right. throwing a bean bag at it, and it's just... I, it, so... I actually looked this up online one time because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. They usually put weights in the bottom of it that's so that it doesn't... It, it is cheating that they do that. So save your money, kids. Don't play carnival games. Agreed. Agreed. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right. Topic two. This one just popped into my head out of nowhere. Um, did. You texted us very randomly about yeah, it. Yeah. And, you know, it's not going to be the easiest to do, but I think it's a good one. I agree. So, you know, these are those where were you moments, right? You remember every detail when this happened. Yeah. And for me, number three is not when the North Stars left. It was when they knocked down the Met Center because that's when it just like 
like I grew up. I learned to skate at three. My dad's from Roseau, Minnesota, which is like Google it if you're in Ohio or someplace else. It's like maybe the most hockey proud town in our state. There's nothing else to do there. <sighs> and so second when they to, second to War Road, but go on. No, I'm kidding, bro. No. I'm just trying to get your goat. You, you, you can't even. The thing is, you can't even get my goat with that because it's not even close. It's adorable. Like they're a cute little hockey town, is what they are. Actually, I like War Road as well. But yeah, I remember being a young boy, and you know, I remember sitting at the TV watching it happen, and was just so bummed out. Sad little Fletch. Wow. Uh, number two was another sad, sad. Sad moment. I'm sitting on a couch away from everybody else because nobody wanted to be around me because they didn't want to jinx anything. I'm sitting on the edge of a couch in Avon, Colorado, which is just down the road from Vail, in a condo at the base of Beaver Creek. Flex. And no, this is just where I lived at the it's time. Fletch Flex. Not really. But Nike didn't fly me there, so it's fine. <laughs> and I'm watching a sports game in 1998. And the Minnesota Vikings blew what should have been a cinch trip to the Super Bowl when Gary Anderson missed a field goal. And then the Falcons in overtime went down and kicked the winner. And I immediately stood up, grabbed my jacket off of the armrest, didn't say a word to anybody that was on the couch, walked out to my car and drove home. I have no words because I know this feeling all the time. I even had the color of the, I mean, I can see the color of the couch, the carpet, everything. Like, that's a where were you moment right there. Deep scar. Oh. The other ones don't bother me as much. Like, 2009 was stupid because the Vikings just piddled that game away. But this one was just. I can relate to this so much just because there have been so many times where I can't even pick just one where I'm sitting at the end of a football game and I'm like, oh, they're sending the kicker. This is going to be, oh, and there it is. Okay, time to go drink. Yep. (sighs) Yep. Those are are comically bad. Yeah. My number one is not comically bad. It's just bad. Mm. I didn't know. I would have felt dumb, I think. And so sorry if you guys didn't do the same thing. But 9-11, I mean, just is. Where were you? I was actually asleep because I was working. I was in sales and I worked a late shift that day and I stayed up late at those times. And so my girlfriend at the time called me. I was mad at her for waking me up. Mm -hmm. And I turned on the TV and watched plane number two go in. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you know, we don't need to bring the whole thing down and go into the details. I was more curious where you were. Yeah, that's where I was in bed and it woke me up and I was actually living back with my parents after being out on my own in my brother's room Mm -hmm. because my room was converted. So, uh, yeah, I was there and watched the second plane go in and, yeah, the rest as they say, is history. See, my number three is... Oh, she gets to go? Yeah, I'm just stepping in. She's taking the ball. This no, is... you know what? Perk went last last time. Let's go! Oh, come oh, on! Oh, that's like in volleyball where you go up for a smash and I just come up and block. <laughs> but I would just dink it over your hands. Yeah, let's go. And dink is the correct term. Number three! Uh, <laughs> this is what happens when I get too comfortable around you guys. You just humble me. All good. You're uh, welcome. Nothing but, <laughs> nothing but respect, Ellie. Number three was that dadgum 1986 
space shuttle Challenger. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Ellie wasn't born yet, nope. but this was during the school day, and I was actually homesick that day. Everybody oh, wow, was, really? Everybody was watching it, and it was like, it just sucked your soul, because there was so much buildup. Yeah. It should have been wa- such a triumphant major moment. Yes, right. and you heard all the profiles of each astronaut, and you saw them all walking out of, and of course the, the tarmac, teacher. and it was just like, mm-hmm. oh, Krista McAuliffe, it was just yep. all of, so awful. It was almost surreal. Do you remember the big carts that they brought the TV into the classroom in back in the day? Yeah. They'd have the, the yeah. big box TV at the yeah. top strapped down to the cart so it wouldn't fall off. Like, I can remember all of that. Yeah, just so <clears> awful. <throat> Number two, I'm exactly in sync here with Paul on this one. 1998, 1999, God. whatever it was. That it was season, 98. It was a 15-1 season. The Vikings were averaging over 40 a game. They had everything. It I was, don't know what it's like to be cheering for every, a successful It was Vikings like it wasn't, team. the games weren't even close. <laughs> every game was a party. And they were just... Except one. Well, except the one in Tampa. And then the NFC Championship game, somehow, inexplicably, and Fletch, I was under the goalpost. We had 12 hotel rooms <gasps> booked for Miami. We were going to leave the following day to go to Miami. TV station. Under which goalpost? The miss or the win? Sorry, I should have clarified. Under the Morton Anderson one, not the Gary Anderson one. It was just like, you could just, like, the Metrodome actually deflated that day. And everything else deflated another day? No, it was that day. Ellie, I know you're a a big football fan, too. This was on NFL Network, the game, not too long ago. Stop. Get this. Separate yourself from being a Vikings fan. Just think of two football teams playing a game. Okay, one team has a seven point lead and the ball inside the 20 with less than two minutes to go. Who wins that game? That team, the team with the seven point lead. right? But then they line up to take a field goal and they miss and the other team rambles down the field and ties it and sends it to overtime. It's just you can't make it up. You can't. It was over. It was in the bag. It's the curse of the Vikings. They were were one play away from kneeling. By the way, the guy that missed the field goal for the Vikings didn't miss miss one all year. First miss of the season. It's just like, number one is 100% sync with Paul in 9-11. There was just nothing more scarring or jarring in our consciences or in our lives that, that shook us to the core and really just kind of changed our worlds and our viewpoints and our perspectives on absolutely everything. And I remember I was actually hurrying to get downtown. I had turned on the television, was watching the Today Show just to kind of like have my morning coffee and get ready. Mm-hmm. So I raced downtown. And, and uh, had a meeting with actually then my agent, and um, it was just well, no, I, it's not. Flex. I'm just telling you where I was because yeah. I was in a high rise, um, and it was oh, just kind gosh. of like everybody was talking about maybe evacuating the buildings because you just didn't know. You it didn't was know like where the, it was going to happen the, next. The, the, yeah. the panic was everywhere. Is anybody safe? And it was just uh, changed so the landscape of our country one. for yeah, sure, hundred percent. Okay, Ellie. Now, now you can I go. can go. Thank now you. You can go. So. My number three, keep in mind, I was five years old at the time, is actually 9-11. Because I don't remember super specifics, but I remember kind of how it went down. I remember getting picked up from school by my mom. I remember being at a friend's house and watching the TV and thinking I was watching a movie. And I was like, Mom, what movie is this? And my mom was like, go downstairs. And that's really all. I, I remember the room. I remember watching the towers on the TV. But being five years old, I didn't fully understand it. Yeah, of course. And it wasn't until probably that next year they made that kids book about it that was like written by kids. Oh, yeah. Wow. To help kind of explain it. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I learned and figured it out in first grade. Like, oh, that wasn't a movie that happened back then. And I don't really know life before 9-11, but 
I do remember it. And as a five-year-old having those vivid memories of that day, that's pretty significant. Yeah, that tells you exactly the weight of that day for sure. Right. It also tells you like how crazy long ago it actually was because it seems like yesterday, right? But right. Ellie was five. I, was I mean, five. Th- think about that. That's yeah. That crazy. could have been last year. Wow. Okay. You know what? Actually, I want to tell a really quick story and I won't yeah. drag on too long, but I think it's worth it. I neglected to mention, and you, you triggered my memory by saying that your mom picked you up from school. My wife, her dad is Air Force. And oh. so she was on a military base. <gasps> so her mom and two military police came to pick her up from school because it's probably an overreaction, but you're the daughter of a military figure. Right. We need to get you. And so they, and the whole base is on lockdown. Yeah. Right. We need to get her back. And even more crazy goosebumps. They were in Omaha and my father-in-law was stationed at off at air force base. Do you remember where George Bush landed that day? No. Off at Air Force Base. Wow. After he was talking to the kids in school. Yes, he I left remember Florida, those pictures. And they went inland because they wanted to get as far to mid land as you could. And my father-in-law's office was the closest, most secure room. So George Bush was in his office that During day. During all of that. Yeah. How crazy. crazy. It's just nuts. Yeah. So all right. There's that. My number two, I remember I was in seventh grade and I was in math class. Remember my teacher? He grabbed the class and he said, we're not going to do a lesson today. History is being made. He goes, regardless of your political affiliation, we're going to go down to the library and watch Barack Obama be inaugurated into office. Oh, that's a good one. And I remember what I was wearing. I remember sitting in the library. One of the kids being a kid was like, well, I'm a Republican. I don't want to watch this. You know, because I mean, in seventh grade, you say things like that. And he said, I am too, but I'm still watching this. And so are you. And you'll remember this. And I just remember in that moment being like, wow, this is actually a really big deal. And as a seventh grader, it didn't fully hit me, but I'm very appreciative to my seventh grade math teacher. What was his or her name? Mr. Wyatt. You remember everything. Yep. You're like an elephant. Ellie the elephant. Yeah. Ellie, <laughs> Ellie Fent. Ha, ha, ha. Wow. That's you know, good. Yeah, that's a really good one. In fact, I feel kind of frivolous about my Met Center one now. because <laughs> That was a big day. My number one is more so just such a vivid memory. I was walking out of a play rehearsal. Again, I remember what I was wearing and I was walking with just one of the fellow actors and I got a text message on my weird two-sided phone from Sprint and I had a text message from my friend Bryce and it said, Michael Jackson died. Mm. I turned to, she was my teacher at the time, but we were in the play together and she goes, He's lying. There's no way. And I said, no, he just texted me that Michael Jackson died. And I remember my parents picked me up and we always listened to music on the radio, but they were playing the news. I mean, it was a pretty big moment, not necessarily the biggest in history, but I was in sixth grade and I remember it so well, just driving home and being like, oh my gosh, even I know who Michael Jackson is, yeah, you know? That's and a so, great one. I was, yeah, that's a really good I one. was on a golf course in Montana at that you time. Remember, like, I, yeah. You remember, yeah. remember getting ready to tee off on the first hole when I when it, somebody said it, and it was just like, I, my heart just sunk. It was awful. And it was so tragic. And perhaps the, the only thing more tragic is that your friend's name was Bryce. Anyway. <laughs> Correct. That was in yeah. someone's worst modern childhood name. Sorry, oh, Bryce. That's right. That's right. That was one he of was, his. Hey, he was, was my, his. he was my junior prom date, and that was oh, the best Bryce. prom I ever had. Sorry. Oh, Bryce. That's a really good one. I was on the air in Omaha. I was live on the air mm. when that went down. Wow. We, just, we didn't play Michael Jackson, but I think we played like five or six in a row. 
yeah. at that moment. So, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. This was a good I, topic. Thank you. I thought there's no way anybody can have anything other than 9 11 yeah. at number one, but yours made total sense. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right, time now for the rank bag. Told you, you got to start taking better care of this thing. It's gross. It's the rank bag. It should stank. You know, last episode, one of our topics was worst smells. Maybe the rank bag should have been one of the top rankings. Honestly, what was I thinking? It's way worse than dog farts. Worst smells brought to you by the rank bag. Inside the rank bag today, Russell R. And Russell says, when it came to that worst MLB team name category, that Fletch was Drunk because he should have said <laughs> that the Phillies was indeed an awful name, um, and 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 that's how Kate he left it. Because you know what, it both Ellie and I had Phillies as the worst MLB team name, and Fletch was like singing its praises. So Russell, you're hey one Russell, of us. go back to Great Britain and watch cricket. What? Russell sounds like a British name. Okay, know. that was ridiculous. I know. Paul's thinking it's Russell Brand. It's actually not. I don't think it it's is. It's not. It's different Russell. Was different it Russell, Russell B? Yeah, actually, I think it's Russell R. Oh. Yeah, nice try. All righty. Moving right in to topic number three. Everyone loves a good drunk karaoke session. And I saw this tweet. Do they? <laughs> no, I saw this tweet the other day that my friend Sydney shared. And it said, the reason I don't do karaoke is because good people can't do karaoke. As in good singers. Because we need to hear drunk David singing Living on a Prayer as if he is actually living on a prayer. Wow, spoiler alert. <laughs> Funny. No. And so I just thought, wow, this is, you know, pretty if, pretty great. As if he was actually living. <laughs> That's a really good <laughs> so, line. So best karaoke songs. Also, I was asked to go karaoke this weekend and I need some ideas. So I'm going to turn it over to Fletch first. Where are you karaokeing and when? No, no, oh, no, no, no. I thought we were friends. Uh, Number three is Living on a Prayer. Oh, is it? <laughs> by Bon Jovi. Nice spoiler alert. Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. Um, I don't know. It just works. It you does. know what I mean? Like, it I, just does. And I did this, for the, uh, especially for number two and three, I did it more from the perspective of watching. Yes. When I'm at a karaoke bar and I'm listening to karaoke, you're already in a dumb place doing a dumb thing, right? Yep. I mean, karaoke's dumb. It, it doesn't mean it can't be fun and frivolous and mindless and fun, but it's dumb. Yeah. So I don't want to roll my eyes. Don't pick the song that makes me go, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. And living on a prayer always just seems to work, especially if it's done poorly. Yes. Number two, again, doesn't matter the performance. Girls just want to have fun. Just always works. Good call. It can be cheesy and it can be lame, but so is karaoke. It requires really no vocal talent. Correct. You just kind of have to shout. Plus, you can have multiple girlfriends all up on stage together. and That's just, typically what it is, yeah, too, yeah. And raucous. they're doing shots while yeah. they do it. Oh yeah, gosh. it's great. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like fun. Number one is my favorite song to perform, and I don't really sing much. I was going to say, you sing? Uh, I used to do karaoke on a fairly regular basis. I enjoyed wow. it, yeah. I don't think I'm a great... I can. The problem is, is I can hear it, and I just can't do it. Yeah. So Fair. I can hear when I'm off. And sounds it, like a common yeah. problem. But so my number one is... I sit on a stool and I have a drink in my hand and the mic in the other. And it's just, I'm just having a drink and looking at people and listening to the music and I'm making eye contact with everybody. And then two times during the entire song, I go tequila. 
You freaking would. It's awesome. That <laughs> it is, is. Kind of, that's kind of awesome. Honestly, when someone goes up to do it, though, correction. The first time that someone went up to sing tequila, it was. I don't even know if I'd call him a friend. He's more like a father figure. Was like, his name Bryce? No. Okay. His name is Chuck. And he's like, fine, I'll do karaoke. Fine, fine, I'll do it. And we we're like, oh my gosh, he's going to do it. And he goes up there. And I didn't even realize what song it was at first, uh-huh. you know, because I wasn't really well versed in it. Funny. And, and then hammered. he did that. No, I was not, actually. Oh, okay. But, and he did that. And I was like, this just made my whole day. And, you know, shout out that he at least went up there and did it. <laughs> so... It's pretty great. It is great. I'll give you that. Who's next? Because that was my last one. I'm going to go next to mix things up. Ooh. Oh, Perk is uncomfortable with that No, idea. all good. All good. <laughs> all right. So my number three, don't stop believing. Again, you just kind of shout out the words. Yeah. The worse, the better. And you get the crowd going and it can be a good time. And I think part of the beautifulness of karaoke. You could just say beauty. Nope. Beautifulness of karaoke is you get the crowd going, and it's fun for everyone involved. So and that, that's a showstopper. Yep, yep. Don't it's, stop it's, believing. It's cliche as heck, but it's it's yeah. a showstopper. Um, number two. Unless you hate the song to begin with. Well, oh, are you one of those oh, people? Don't be that guy. You're one of I those can't people. Stand that song. Oh, oh my come gosh. on! That's the deeper issue here. <laughs> we. You're a deep issue. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? What is that insult, Fletch? Come on, dude. Come on. Uh, you're welcome. All right. I, I, I hope you get badly injured later today. <laughs> I hope you step on a leg. I'm kidding, by the way. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> the funny thing about this is that I have been singing this song on karaoke since I was like five years old, and that's kind of messed up. Why are your parents bringing you to karaoke bars? No, at it was five. It was at a camp resort. You know, it was a family affair. Bible and you want to know what I sang? What? Man, I feel like a woman. <laughs> And I was so young, I had no business singing this song, but it made my list because it's so fun to sing. Explains so much. That's a great one. I love that song. <laughs> thank you. Thank I you. I just love that song. All right. And number one, I love this one because, again, takes no vocal skill. You just shout it out and you got to do it with a group. Won't there it is? No. Oh. Wanna be by the Spice Girls. Nice. Gosh, You Ellie. just... You yeah. just jump and you go and you have a group of girls and it's like girls just want to have fun. You know, you're just you're just having a good time. And yes, I am that girl who grabs the mic at the rap part and knows every single do. word yeah. and I steal the show because I love attention. Really? <laughs> you nailed that. You nailed no that. That, that, was good. That, good that actually is. You know how I always say my list is the definitive that's the, the definitive list. Oh, you don't even need to go then. We can just end the episode now. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Number three, best karaoke song, in my opinion, Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. I just love like <laughs> Can you pull that off? I can't I well no, I I'm not say, entirely, what? but I love to try. And it's like sabotage. And then when it goes Oh, that's when I just go now. I just go crazy on stage. Group field trip. <laughs> it's a mirage. Oh, I see. Okay. I see. Number two. I, I just invited myself along to your karaoke this weekend, and you're like, nope. And now all of a sudden, I see. Gotcha. Okay. Oops. Best Noted. karaoke Noted. song. Number two, I'm going Love Shack. Oh, classic. Right? Yes. Talk it's about fine. get the crowd going. Oh my gosh, Fletch is still better right now. I mean, no, just it's fine. like, I mean, you can get Little these, Miss Pouty Pants over here. Get, no, I said it's fine. On Tin Roof Rusted, I mean, you can get everybody just dialed in. Hands up. It's awesome. It's Busted. fine. It's fine. 
And number one. I'm indifferent. Best karaoke song of all time. I'm going toxic with Britney Spears. (laughs) (laughs) Have you done it? I've attempted it. Oh my God, I want to see that. It's so hard, dude. It's so fun. I'm just imagining Burke doing that right now, and I'm just, it's making my whole month. Oh, yes. That's good. Thanks. Rank You Very Much is presented by Grey Duck Spirits. Don't you try to say otherwise. Thank you very much. Original theme created by Walk Off the Earth. Interact with the show on social media at Rank You Pod. Thank you, thank you, thank you, comma, thank you. Thank you very much. That's the deeper issue here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>